Listener Production. Mm-mm. Bacon smells nice. Bacon. So does all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. Hello, happy Thursday. Matt and Alex with you after a uh, little public holiday break. Uh, Matt O'Kine, pleasure to be with you once again. Yes, hopefully uh, you got through your Australia Day respectfully. Um, very excited to be joining with you on this fine Thursday. Alex Dyson, we've got a couple of things. I've The van man, oh, can I just say, by the way, you know when your, your art imitates life, is that how it goes? Whatever. No, Anyways, usually life imitates art, I think is the same. Life imitates art. Well, it's it's beca- I am becoming the person that you wanted me to be so many years ago, all right? I've already admitted that I've been driving around in a van. Now it's passing on to generations. I'm walking past along the street with Sophia. Yeah. She just sees a random van and goes, Dad, is that your van? I'm like, no, I'm not a van! <laughs> like every viewer of the uh, Triple J documentary who tuned in and saw Matt drive in a van, which was his own car. Um, BYO Hessian Curtains. Uh, look, thank you so much for joining us here on All Day Breakfast. We are going to kick things off today with a little bit of Mind Blown, um, but also stick with us because we're going to have some Matt and Alex mailbag later on for good measure. Uh, hope you are well. Shall we get into it, Maddie? Let's go. All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. It's time to light your mind fuse because Matt O'Kine is here for another... Mind alone. And uh, Matt, what what sort of dynamite you got for us today? Um, So I'm going to have an eye on Africa this week. Um, You know, some of you may be aware of my uh, Ghanaian heritage and the African Cup of Nations is on at the moment, one of the biggest, uh, well, the biggest soccer tournament in Africa. And there's um, there's a few little news stories popping up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so as as reported by Al Jazeera, okay, the uh, the ref Jenny Zikazwe, right? He's already he's already been in trouble for corruption before. <laughs> they um, got him back. He's, he's he's back in the game. Anyway, so, gives, so they, he's come back and they say, "All right, now don't be corrupt this time." <laughs> yeah. And um, he uh, gives two very dubious penalties in the last half. Gives a red card. Um, Mali gum up one nil against Tunisia. People storming on the field. He's being protected by security, him and his other referees, right? The man of the match trophy's handed out. There's post-match news conferences in full swing, right, before finally officials go, uh, actually, we should play the rest of this game. <laughs> Being so-, <laughs> so after all that, how long did they have left? 15 seconds. <laughs> I'm not including the vote, like, you know, obviously penalty time. So... Yeah, the Tunisian coach said the players were taking ice baths for 30 minutes before they were called back out again. <laughs> Run straight back out of the ice bath and try and win the game in the last 15 gets, seconds. Yeah, it'll take me 15 seconds to get my jocks back on. I'm not getting out of this bath, mate. <laughs> Anyways, it's a big debacle, but the semi, the quarterfinals are happening this week. The point I'm trying to make, leading up to Mind Blown this week with an eye on Africa, it's a very interesting fact. I found out about Cleopatra. Mm. And uh, that is that <clears throat> Cleopatra lived closer in time to the moon landing than to the construction of the Great Pyramids of Giza. My. That's so whack, hey? It's pretty wild because I do associate Cleopatra with the pyramids and so I would have thought that she would have been around closer to the construction of the pyramids than 
um, Neil and Buzz jumping up on on the lunar surface to um, that's so start weird, the, right? Start like, the first moon real estate company. So it was about 50 BC that she was around. The Great Pyramid only 50 BC. Yeah, and then the Great Pyramids were built about 2560 BC. So then you get your 2500, and it's a closer in the sort of in the mid 50s. Yeah. So it's just it's just wild stuff. But anyway, we always ask you what your uh, mind-blowing facts are for the week. That's right. And uh, thank you very much for sending a voice memo through to matt.and.alex. Let's kick off right now with Ellie, who has a fact about plants. Hey, Matt and Alex, it's Ellie here. I just read the saddest fact that plants, when stressed, make little ultrasonic screams. So when you cut them, they do little squeals. Mind that, gee, that really touched Ellie, didn't it? She, that sounded like she was quite upset by the end of that message. Well, um, I'm quite upset about it because I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, the kind of person who'd sit on the ground like and just pull the grass out. You know how you just sort of like <laughs> just, just rip a bit of grass just out? tear leaves in half yeah, down the sort of veins of them, yeah, just to pass time. Or if you're like walking along a footpath and there's like bushes or hedges hanging over, I'll just sort of grab a little leaf and twirl it around my fingers or, you know, there's a little... Berry thing, I'll throw it a sign. <laughs> I wasn't going to give you this fact today, but I'll, I'll dish it out to you now, okay? Got another one. Viagra, this might make you feel a bit better about plants. Mm. Viagra has a similar effect on plants that it does on, you know, other stems. Other beanstalks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So they found that if they put Viagra in a, uh, there was an article, okay. Like dissolve it in water. It increases the vase life of flowers. Oh. They found that roses were staying stiffer and upright for longer if they'd had a bit what? of Viagra in them. These <laughs> plants are becoming more and more human by the day. <laughs> um, and it's, um, amazingly, if you give it a little bit more, it'll start a mansion in LA and uh, publishing a, a nude plant magazine. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so I didn't expect to Called play soy. Fact. Play soy. Um, and let's have another <laughs> let's have another mind blowing fact from Dave. Hi guys, I've got a mind blowing animal fact, courtesy of Dr. Carl. Every cheetah in the world is almost genetically identical. The theory is that around ten thousand years ago, a natural disaster reduced cheetah numbers to less than seven individuals. They survived through inbreeding and now measure at least ninety seven percent identical. That's as genetically diverse as lab rats that have been brother to sister inbred for 20 generations. Mind blown. Oh. Whoa. I tell you what, that is mind blowing. Also, I mean, they can run very fast. Yes, so they can. It, it, it goes to show. Oh, no, actually, I can't say what I'm going to say. <laughs> I was just going to say it's obviously not all bad, but look. <laughs> It is. It is all bad. Don't, don't. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so that gives us another mind blown for the week. Please get in touch with us at matt.n.alex. If you've got any facts, we love to hear from you all through the week. So please hit us up, no matter what it is, what it's about. If it's about, even if it's about your life, just let us know. If it's a fact, we want to hear it. Matt.n.alex. All day breakfast. Well, we heard from Rant Dog yesterday. Unleashing his uh, mighty sharp claws on the uh, buying and selling industry of Facebook Marketplace. And it's a world that I've only just introduced myself to. I feel like the new cowboy that settles up to um, the saloon 
and uh, kicks open those little hingy doors that swing open and the whole pub looks at him. Says, ah, here's a new sucker. Because right? <laughs> my partner, Belle, she's all, she's all about it. Mm. So she even knows all the codes and stuff because I'm like, oh, I'll say like, hey, is this still available? Just nothing. Don't hear back from them. I'm like, how rude. <laughs> and Belle's like, that's the, that's, this is the world you're living in, mate. It is cutthroat out there. Feels like the first time you used Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'll happily say I've never used it. No judgment. I just uh, it's just not been for me. I I drew the line when um, <laughs> someone texted in a conversation that they'd had with you on Tinder into the Triple J text line, and I was like, uh, you know what? Yeah, that was that was so funny. That was like People screenshotting. It was like two not, months, like three months after I broke up with my girlfriend back when we were on Breakfast Radio, and I'm like. <sighs> Could be time. First morning after I downloaded it again, screenshot Alex dis you. <laughs> like, oh god damn it! God damn it! Yeah. So um. So yeah. No, didn't do that. But I am. I'm getting into the Facebook marketplace. But okay, with a partner and child. Often these things you're getting very big. All right. I'm looking at bed frames. I'm looking at tables. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we have two options. One, Bell and Sophia come with me. Yep. Right now, I don't know if you if you know this. All right, moving furniture not fun for for adults, not fun for three year olds. All right, they they genuinely have no interest in it yep. and would much prefer to run around on the road. Okay, so <laughs> it's very difficult to tame them. Right, and so, explain to them what we've got to do. It's going to be so much fun this morning. No, you can't go to the playground. No, we can't go to get chinos with marshmallows. Yeah, so we're going to go to a stranger's apartment building, <laughs> hang outside for a while, figuring out which building they're in, what what apartment they're in, where they're going to come down, where I'm supposed to park. So you're telling me you're not going to be opening up one man, one woman, and one three year old with a van, the franchise? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so the only the other option is all right, and then you know finding a mate. Who's willing to come out with you at the moment? Very tough. Sure. All right. People for years have been waiting for an excuse to not help people move house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The and pandemic COVID has saved us. Us, us people so, who occasionally get asked, oh, I'm moving. Do you want to give us a hand with this? So, anyway, mm. often we're asking people, you know, is there anyone in there? You know, we're asking the seller, is there anyone who can help us get it into a van? Right. And it's not a popular request, right? The reason why people are selling you a fridge for $50 is because they want it gone and they don't want to have to do anything about it. Yeah. So we asked this one girl, we're buying a double bed frame and mattress. We ask her, look, it's just going to be me, my partner. Belle says, you know, it's just going to be my partner, Matt. Um, He's going to turn up and is there anyone that can help? And the girl's like, no, I'm sorry. Um, it's actually my my mum who's uh, who's gonna be there. So you're wait, off my mum. You've got a, a girl selling something for her mum. You've got a girl buying something, and then the two people who have nothing to do with the transaction are gonna be actually yes. the ones. Yes. Right? Meeting. So then, then I'm getting instructions to go pick up this bed and I'm getting instructions, call this girl's mum when you get there, right? The girl's saying, oh, my mum's 61 years old. She's not going to be able to help, right? I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. I'm thinking, okay, bed frames might not be too hard, but they're heavy. Before I pick up the bed frame, I pick up the world's heaviest shelf, 
right? Some some carved shelf that Belle's got that me and this guy have had to carry down four flights of tiny stairs in in Kuji, right? <laughs> Breaking our backs getting it down, right? It was the heaviest thing in the world. We finally get it into the truck. And I'm like, yeah, I hope a, a double bed frame will fit in here. I get to this apartment where I'm buying the double bed frame. I'm thinking, okay, so the 61-year-old lady's going to have to kind of let me into the garage so I can pick this thing up by myself. I get there, the most jacked 61-year-old woman I've ever seen in my life, right? So ripped, just struts down. Mm. She's wearing like a bikini underneath her, like a light dress because she's just been for like a bike ride and a swim, right? And she's like... um, uh, do you need any help? And I was like, oh, I'll see how I do it by myself. Of course, the double bed frame doesn't fit. So then I have to move this huge shelf by myself. She's like, get out of the way. Just move, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, pass it to me. She like, she's like grabbing onto this thing. She's like, you're lucky I'm a personal trainer, right? And I'm like, and she's like, God, I'm stronger than you. And I'm like, you are. Like, I'm, I'm like, I couldn't have done this all without you. Yeah. She's like holding this huge shelf up, biggest guns on her arms. I'm moving <laughs> things around. I go to drive away, almost hit a pole. She's like, stop. And I have to and I have to then back away. And she's like, you almost crashed your car. What would you have done without me? Right? She's like, I feel like I was getting abused. Like I was like in a good way. I was like, yes, thank you, Mammy. Right. <laughs> The 61-year-old grandma has just absolutely dominated me in this whole venture and I've gotten out with two awesome pieces of furniture perfectly tetris into my truck without smashing into a pole, which she helped as well. And I was just like, super nan. There you go. Absolute super nan. So I want to hear your stories of super nans. Yeah, give us your ageless warrior stories. Who uh, who have you come across who has just defied all expectations? Like I love watching a video of like, you know, uh, old 71-year-old who skateboards and used to be one of the old pioneers of skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. just, just going along, you're like, oh, he's not walking too well, gets on the board, kick flips, little ollies onto the <laughs> 50-50 grind down onto the floor. And you're like, Jesus, <laughs> this guy is incredible. All right, well, let us know. When have, uh, when have you been shown up? by uh, an elder statesman of, uh, of this wonderful country, Matt.n.alex. All day breakfast. I love wine and everything about it. What are you into wine? I love wine. And for a story, Matt, about some ageless warriors, let's cross right now to Josh. G'day, Josh. How are you going, guys? Very well, thank you. Um, please let us know um, who you know, defying the years, defying Father Time. Uh, that would be my, my lovely grandmother, mate. Uh, she's 82 years old, going on 83, and uh, she just doesn't stop. She, she just won't quit. Oh, just won't quit. Smashes out the gym multiple times a week. I mean, she's down to the exercise, so, you know, that's <laughs> as, as much as she wants to do. But, yeah, no, no. and then uh, smashes... Um, Anything, really? Anything and everything. So what, 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 when you say she goes to the gym, what are we thinking here? Just like a light walk on the treadmill or what? Oh, she'll, she'll do it like a double aquasize three or four times a week, yeah. Oh, Whoa. yeah. Double dipping on the aquasize. <laughs> yeah, can't go wrong. Can't wow. go wrong. So is that like, 
because I, I know the real keen beans at my school, when you're getting to swimming squads, you're starting to go on a state, you're starting to go on a nationals, you swim in the morning and you swim at the night. Is, are you telling me your grandmother does a morning and night aqua-sized session? No, no, she'll double it up before she goes and volunteers for the day. So she, <laughs> she, she doesn't stop. Back to back. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> and then she volunteers where? It's a similar place to um, like a food bank style place. Um, it was set up around the time of Black Saturday and she's, she's been, been there since. So. Wow. That's absolutely incredible. How many days a week? Uh, three to five, depending on, on whether they need her or whether she wants to just finally relax for a day or not. Yeah, oh, just my goodness. Mate. Does what she just wants. Getting up in the morning. And does she have an adorable uh, grandmother name? Uh, she does. Um, I don't, it, it, not many people believe it, but uh, it's Maureen Snowball. Maureen Snowball? Snowball as, it, as it's spelt, yes. That's incredible because I know used to know a Pat Snowball who lived to about 100, so maybe oh, they're no. related. Unfortunately not, I don't think, no. Maureen Snowball. Well, how many snowballs are there? I don't know any other snowballs. I don't think there's many in Australia. Um, my, my grandfather was maybe my uncle. That's about it. So. Yeah, wow. Well, maybe my Pat Snowball could beat your um, Maureen Snowball in a snowball fight. Oh, one day. One day they'll meet up and they will. Hey, Maureen will have the guns for it. She'll be ready. Exactly right. Well, that's absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for that, Josh. Oh, she's, I'm, I'm 31 and she'd, she'd run rings around me. She's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, love to hear it, mate. Hopefully I'll be uh, even – I'm not even there there now, so I don't have any chance by 82. <laughs> but uh, thanks, Josh. So give give our love to Maureen, please. I will. I will do. Thank you very much for your time, guys. Cheers, bro. You too. Pass on to finance. Catch you later. Let's, uh, let's go. While we're taking calls, man, I mean, one of our favourite things about all-day breakfast is uh, you, the listener. This is a big old uh, brunch table, which you are able to get in touch at any time. And, Matt, you've been taking a little bit of a look-see in the M&A mailbag. What's been going on? Yeah, that's right. Look, uh, earlier in this week, we talked about um, new words that could have come out of this whole COVID thing. And Meg got in touch with us, said, I work with kids and they constantly pass on the cheese touch. What? The cheese touch. All right. Now, this is off the back of Matt suggesting a few words. I think the best of it was twice-elation once you get uh, get stung for an extra seven days after you do your first one. But um, what's a cheese touch, Matt? You're going to have to explain this one to me because I'm not sure. so sure. Okay, so the cheese touch, it's from the Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Okay, so this is described as uh, in the fandom.com wiki. says, uh, if somebody has the cheese touch, they will be a social outcast until they pass it on to someone else by touching them, which is difficult because the main rule of the game is no one goes near you. So it's kind of like a mean version of uh, tag, really. Right, So except you are a piece of stinking cheese <laughs> exactly. and everyone else runs away from you until you can give them the cheese touch. Yes. And then, so, I mean... I mean, the words came about through sort of a COVID situation, and I guess COVID is a little bit like a global cheese touch in which you have to avoid the infected. <laughs> well, that's what Meg says. She says it's sort of like cooties. Anyway, I reckon coovies could be a thing, COVID cooties. <laughs> like surely that goes around schools. And i got to tell you, I've had more than enough emails from the old Sophia's daycare and every daycare, every parent who has a kid in daycare right now has are receiving daily emails about, oh, someone with COVID was in the, you know, whatever, junior room. Yeah. Please be careful. Someone in the newborn's room has COVID. So, <laughs> yes, coovies could be a thing. Coovies, the um, cheese Michelle, touch. Because I'm usually when cheese enters a room, I'm usually running towards it. Um, but <laughs> I'm sure this diary of a whippy kid a little bit different. <laughs> 
Um, now, a few people messaging in, uh, like Michelle, uh, Mish Tom, and uh, Corey, 41 Signs, um, a little bit unhappy with the happenings of last Friday's episode regarding the <laughs> arguably refreshing um, Margarita that came back. Georgia says, bring back feces on Friday. No feces free. <laughs> feces on if it makes every other day a wee free weekday, please. Um, We can guarantee you a wee free weekday. (laughs) We need to bring that in back here. We need to have a a rule. But but Claire, who is our resident doctor, says, guys, okay, please grow up. Okay, my words, not hers. Claire says, even though urine therapy or urophagia is the official medical term, has no evidence, Mm. there's a lot of good emerging evidence for fecal transplantation, which is inserting someone else's fecal matter into a patient's bowel because there's good evidence for a bowel infection called Clostridium difficile and emerging evidence for inflammatory bowel disease and it may even be useful in mental health conditions. I'll tell you what. I'm on board because there was an incredible new story a couple of years ago with Dave from Boy and Bear, and you can look Mm. up the interview he did with Triple J's hack, but he tried that out. It's something about the balancing of the bacteria in the gut or the uh, the colons, and um, they got it. It's a little bit awkward. It's a little bit embarrassing, but it helped him immensely. That's, well, I mean. The proof is in the pudding. Should we we try it? (laughs) Try it. I would wait probably until a doctor prescribed that particular one. But promise me that if you ever have a situation where this is on the cards, you're going to come to me, my brother, okay? Bro, you are you are my one and only, the only person, the first port of call. If I wanted to rebalance my bacteria, virofeces transplant. I'm so sorry that we've ruined the end of the week. Well, like yeah, this. Okay. we really have because we wouldn't have to do that. We'd just have to make out because we talk that much shit. That's how we'd, uh, that's how we'd swap it. Anyway, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. Um. Oh, thank you for suffering us again for another day. We truly appreciate it. We couldn't do it without you. Um, thank you to everyone who gave us a call. Thank you to the Super Nan, um, my 61-year-old powerlifting saviour for helping me out. It's so so funny getting to the... Because like, I think, you know, no longer at the youth broadcast we're growing up, we should be becoming more mature, We should Matt. be better than this. So we're not, mate. We're not. We're going backwards. We're not better than this. We're, we're Benjamin Buttoning. Do you know what? Stopping trying is a really good thing. Like it makes you feel so much better about everything. You just go, oh, that's right. I don't I don't have to hold myself to high standards. I am a piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes me sleep so much better at night. Look, we're Matt and Alex and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.